can't pin that on God. You can't pin this crisis on our Heavenly Father. He is not the cause of this crisis. Hello everybody. My name is Toby Akade. This is the Dear to Know Him broadcast. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your name for today. Thank you that you always listen to us. You always hear us when we pray. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your hope. Thank you for your joy that we have in you. Thank you for this word that we're about to share. Heavenly Father, as it comes out, oh Lord God, let it go and accomplish what you've asked and you've requested it to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome, welcome. This is the first, first episode of Dear to Know Him, the first broadcast. I'm excited to be here and I'm glad you're joining me this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I am glad you are joining us to share the word of God. Let's jump straight into the word. First book we should look at today, Proverbs. Let's open the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is in the book of, is in the Old Testament. Proverbs 19, 21. Get your Bible, get your pen, get your books, get your journal, call a friend, <laughs> call your family. Praise the Lord. And let's dive into the Word of God. Amen. It's exciting to be able to share the Word of God with you. Amen. So Proverbs 19.21. 19.21 says, Listen, there are many plans in a man's heart. Many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel will stand. Nevertheless, the Lord's the Lord's counsel will stand. That's the New King James Version I'm reading. I'm going to read it in the God's Word translation. I love that translation. That's probably one of my favorite translations. Amen. Let's see what it says here. Proverbs 19.21. Here we go. Now, many plans are in the human heart, but the advice of the Lord we endure. The advice of the Lord we endure. Amen. Do you know, um, at, back, at, the, at the start of this year, 2020, um, I'm sure many of us had plans. We had, you know, our hopes of what we'll be doing in March 2020. Um, but as it happens to be this year, 2020, especially this, this month, March, will be known in a generation to come as a very different times. These are times that we have never we've never seen well in my generation um they are challenging times they are crucial times there are times where it seems as if you know the world is coming to an end as many of you are saying or many of you are thinking or you might have heard on the social media but i have good news for you today because god is still on the throne god is still in charge god knows everything that is going on and he has an answer and we need to find that answer in his word. Amen. So, you know, uh, because of, you know, the crisis that we're going through, COVID-19, they call it, you know, the coronavirus, you know, um, a lot of us are in fear, anxiety. We are anxious. We don't know what tomorrow we hold. We don't know if this virus as dangerous as it is, it's going to wipe the old generation off. Um, but that's not what God is saying. God is saying he's still on the throne and he still has the power and he's still the king of kings. Amen. Glory be to God. So 
Most of us are praying right now. We're praying. We're lifting up our voices, lifting up our hearts, praying to a God that is up there, praying to a God that is in heaven. And some are just, you know, wishing that, you know, this old disease go away, this virus goes away. And we don't even know the sort of prayer we should pray. Should we shout? Should we scream? Should we kneel down? Should we prostrate? Should we jump up? How? What sort of prayer should we pray? As most of you know, the kind of prayer that we should pray is the prayer that would get answered. Yes, the prayer that would get answered, the prayer that would be rendered to heavens and, you know, we believe that that prayer is answered. Aren't we glad as Christians, as, as believers, that we have a model that actually showed us how to pray? Not only how to pray, but a prayer that gets answers. Amen. And who is this model I'm talking about? It's Jesus Christ. It's nobody else but Jesus Christ. Jesus is our model. We, we, we understand that from the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in the New Testament that Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed to the Father and um, Jesus had his disciples and they were watching him. They watched him for like over three years. And one day, one of the smart ones, every time he prayed, you know, one of, they, they, they were, they, they, I guess, and uh, um, I, I guess they were watching him, you know, not just because he was praying, but who he was praying to and what he was praying about. The answers to the prayers so any smart person would say, do you know what? Can I get some of that? Can I get, you know, the power to pray? Let's open our Bibles into the book of Luke. Get your Bible. Get your pen. Let's dive in. New Testament. Bless the name of the Lord. The book of Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke chapter 11. Amen. So while you're there, if you're there, yes, Luke chapter 11. Hold your place there in Luke 11. And just go a little bit to forward to John. The book of John chapter 11. Amen. Yes. So hold your place in Luke 11. Then swipe forward and go to John 11. Amen. John 11. Now, this what this is what I'm trying to get us to see. Right? Jesus was our model when he came to prayer. We know three things for sure, right? That Jesus was always one with God. Two, Jesus always prayed to the Father. He was one with the Father and he always always prayed to the Father. And three, his prayers are always answered. His prayers are always answered. That verse in the book of John chapter 11, verses 42, it says, And I know that you, are, you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe you sent me. So the very first part in verse 42 and I know that you always hear me. We know the story when, when Lazarus died 
and they told him that he should come over to see his brother. We all know that Jesus Christ loved Lazarus so much. But he waited. He waited a couple of days before he, he left to go see Lazarus. But when he got there, he wept. He wept out of love. And the very first thing he said when he prayed to the Father, he said, I know you always hear me. You know, that confidence is, that, is, the, is the first step when it comes to prayer. When you go to the Father, when you go to God in prayer, you should know that He always hears you. He, you should know that He has your ears and He hears your voice. Amen. So let's go back to that look, chapter 11. Just hold your place. Hold your place there. So with confidence, we know Jesus always, always approached God, Heavenly Father, with confidence that He always hears Him. Amen. That God the Father always hears you without a doubt. It is crucial. It is crucial when it comes to prayer. It is crucial when it comes to communicating with God. It is crucial when it comes to, you know, having a conversation with the Father. So, Jesus Christ, after his disciples saw him and they made sure they monitored him for a couple of years, they said, you know what, I think it's high time you teach us how to communicate with his Father. And Jesus Christ said, okay, yes, uh, we will do that. So Luke 11, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place, when he seized that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. His disciples said to him, Lord, teacher, teach us how to pray as John. John, uh, this verse was, is referring to John the Baptist taught his disciples to pray. So what did Jesus Christ say? Jesus didn't say, no, 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 I have that information. He didn't say, I have all that information. You guys don't need to know how to pray like me. Go find out the way you know how to pray. The way you want to know, you want to pray. But Jesus Christ said, I will teach you how to pray. Since you asked. They made the first step and Jesus Christ followed through. Amen. So what did Jesus Christ say? Verses 2. So he said to them, when you pray, when you pray. Now, take note of this. He didn't say, if you pray. When you pray. So this is something that we will have to do as Christians, as believers. Even unbelievers, when things get tough, when there are crises, when you know they get to a place where they don't know what to do, they 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 you know, come together and make a decision to pray to some God. But aren't we glad that we have a living God? We have the creator of the whole universe to pray to. Amen. So he said, when you pray, say, now listen to this, our Father in heaven. Let's stop there. Our Father in heaven. Now, Jesus Christ He's not just saying pray to a God that is just out there in a space. Pray to a God that is just invisible. Pray to a God that is, you know, that has nothing to do with humanity. Pray to a God that is just, you know, as we know him, the big white beard man up there, you know, up in the sky. Jesus Christ is not saying that. He said, our father, pray like this, our father in heaven. Father. I want you to underline it there. Our Father. If you don't have it underlined already, I have it underlined. Our Father. 
our father. Father, it is a crucial word in this scripture, in this verse of scripture. And it's as important in our times now, in the, in, especially in the crisis that we're going through, that we have a father. We have a heavenly father. Heavenly father that knows what is going on. A heavenly father that knows every situation. Heavenly father that knows what you don't know. A heavenly father that knows things that are even yet to come. Amen. Now, think about this, right? Think about the image of the best father you know on earth. If you have a heavenly father, if you don't have a heavenly father, think of a father figure that you know or just the best father figure that you, you know out there. Maybe you've seen it in a movie or you've seen it in a show, whatever you've seen it. The best father figure you, have, you know. This heavenly father Jesus Christ is talking about surpasses the goodness and the best imagination of the best father you've thought of in your mind. Why? Because this father, number one, is sovereign. He is sovereign. He is sovereign in all his ways. He, is, he, he has the right to do whatever he desires. This is a right that no man has given him. He is a sovereign God. So this sovereign God surpasses, the, this sovereign father surpasses every, the best father you've, you've, you've imagined. And that father is my father and your father. He's our heavenly father. He's the creator of the universe. The universe. Amen. So, our father in heaven. In heaven. Remember, we're talking about, this is, this is family talk. This is family talk. This is not just a God we are praying to that has nothing to do with us. This is family. Just like calling your father, just like calling your earthly father. This is family. So remember, this God is sovereign. He is sovereign. This father is sovereign. The creator of the universe, heaven and earth. Reminds me of Psalm 103. Psalm 103 verse 19. Let's still hold your place there in Luke 11. Psalm 103. Amen. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. This father, this heavenly father has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over, not only in heaven, in earth, everywhere. His kingdom rules all over. Amen. Glory be to God. And that is our father. That's exciting. That is exciting. That's a, that's a piece of good news for you there. That your father is in charge your father does not need rights from nobody he doesn't need permission from nobody he is the ruler of the old world he has established he has established his throne is his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all amen so jump into psalm 135 don't go too far from 103 just skip a couple of chapters Psalm 135. Remember, we are seven. We have a we, we have a sovereign father. A sovereign father. Bless the name of the Lord. Psalm 135, verse 1 to 6. Let's read. Praise the Lord. Praise him, O you servants of the Lord. You will stand in the house of the Lord, in the court of the house of our God. This is David talking. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises to his name, for it is pleasant, for the Lord 
has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel for his special treasure. For I know that the Lord is great. Now, this is the verse I'm going to, verse 6. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does in heaven and in earth. That just shows you the difference between myself and the Heavenly Father. It shows the difference between yourself and the Heavenly Father. Sometimes whatever we please, we don't get it done. Or whatever we desire, we don't get we, we don't have it. Sometimes whatever we plan to do, it doesn't happen. You know, some of us have planned this summer already. <laughs> summer 2020 was, you know, we started planning that 2019, 2018. And you know, some well, for some people, it, it's not looking as if it's going to happen. Well, it's going to happen, but might not be the way we planned it. But this God, whatever he plans, whatever he desires, this Father, whatever he plans, whatever he desires, happens. Verse 6 of Psalm 135 says, Whatever the Lord pleases, he does in heaven and in, earth, and in the earth. Not only in heaven, in the earth, in the sea and in all the deep places. So, Whatever the Lord pleases, it does in heaven and in earth. So, remember we're talking about how the best father that you've thought of in this world, wherever you can pick it from, does not, does not come in all their goodness or stand in the presence of our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father is sovereign. Our earthly fathers are not sovereign. Their rights are given to them. But this heavenly father established himself. Established himself. Two, our God is love. Our father is love. He's not just full of love. His very essence is love. Glory to God. Aren't you glad you have a father that is not full of love, but is love? Amen. First Corinthians chapter 13 talks about, we know the scripture is a very, very popular scripture in the New Testament. Oh, okay, let's, let's go, let's open to First Corinthians. First Corinthians 13. Bless the name of the Lord. First Corinthians 13. So when you get there, go straight down to verse 4. So, love, so First Corinthians 13 verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is puffed. It is not puffed off. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek his own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Go down to verse eight. Love never fails. But whatever they, wherever there are prophecies, they will fail. Read from verse four to verse eight. The first first Corinthians chapter thirteen. It gives us all the characteristics of what love is. God through Paul gave us the characteristics of how he is in essence. Remember, this God is not just full of love. God is love. Amen. Glory be to God. First John chapter 4. First John, go first forward to First John chapter 4. When you get there, first John chapter 4, head down to chapter 4, verse 4. It says, You are of God, little, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Remember. Once you're a believer, the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, is in you. And you are greater than the world. Amen. Now, jump straight down to verse 8. This is where we're going to. He who does not love 
does not know God, for God is love. This God we're talking about is our Heavenly Father. And this same Heavenly Father is love. Listen to it again. Verse 4. So chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. God is all that we got with all what we described in, well, we didn't describe it. <laughs> what Paul through the Holy Spirit described in chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. God is love. God, God suffers long. Love is kind. God is kind. Love does not envy. God does not envy. Love does not parade itself. God does not parade itself. Glory to God. This is our Heavenly Father. He is love. He is full of all these characteristics. He is nothing but love. Amen. Glory to God. So, I remember when I, was a, when I was a child, when I was younger, every time I turn on the TV and there's a preacher preaching, they always refer to a particular scripture that you already have in your mind. Every time you turn on the, sc the, the, the screen, it could be the great Billy Graham. Billy Graham, anybody, it could be, you know, Kenneth Copeland, anyone that's preaching. This scripture usually comes to mind. Wherever you're from, you, you recognize this. John, John 3, 16. For God, for this God, who is your heavenly father, who is my heavenly father, who sees us, who sees everything that is going on, who sees us in the midst of this COVID-19 period, who sees us in and between this crisis. For God so loved the world. Yes, some of you might be watching and saying, oh yeah, if it so loves the world, why is this COVID-19 happening? If it so loved the world, why are people dying? My friend, my brother, my sister, you can't pin that on God. You can't pin this crisis on our Heavenly Father. He is not the cause of this crisis. Though He is sovereign, He knows what is happening. He knows He rules over the affairs of man. He rules over heaven and earth. He knows what is happening. But you can't pin this on God. You can't pin this on our Heavenly Father, on our loving Father. For God so loved the world that He gave his only begotten son will a man that gives his only begotten son send this sort of virus no he gave his only begotten son after he gave his son will he be given the virus what will he what what's, what's his gain what's our heavenly father's gain to see a bunch of people die no that's not god's gain that's not that's not who god is that's that is far from god's character We'll go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You read it from, from, from the beginning to the end. God is love. He is kind. A kind God wouldn't do that. He wouldn't send virus. COVID, that is not from God. So I want you to bear that in mind. You know, a lot of people are praying that God turn your, turn your rats away from us. And, you know, let this virus that you've... That's a lie from the pit of hell. God hasn't sent this virus. Glory be to God. I don't know why I'm on that. Some of us are watching today and you think this virus is from God. It definitely is not from my Heavenly Father. It is not from God. Glory to God. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What is he going to gain? What is our Heavenly Father going to gain by sending a virus that will kill a bunch of people? He sent his son so people will believe in him. COVID-19, what is that going to happen? That, you, you can't believe in the virus. 
This is not from God. This is not from God. So remember, God is sovereign. Our Heavenly Father is sovereign. He's not just a God that we like, we reverence, that we, we fear, that we respect. He's also a loving Father. He's a, he's a sovereign Father that cares about the affairs of His children. That hears the cry of His children whenever they pray. He's a loving Father. He's a kind God. He's a kind Father. So we bearing all this in mind, whenever you go, whenever you kneel down, whenever you go to your room and you close the door behind you, whenever you go to a corner in your office, whenever you put your head down in your home, because a lot of us are at home right now, whenever you call your family, your friends to pray, whenever you close your eyes or you open your eyes to pray, remember that your heavenly father is ready to hear you. He's here, ready to listen to you. We saw that in the book of John chapter 11, that anytime Jesus Christ even thought of praying, he knows that God, his father, listens to him. Always, always, not just sometimes, always listen. So whenever you go to God in prayer, whenever you go to our heavenly father, whenever you follow the mode of Jesus Christ, taught his disciples to pray. Always remember, you can't, you, you can but remember, go back to Luke chapter 11. Go back to Luke chapter 11. Glory be to God. You, you can but remember the first line Jesus Christ said, Our Father. Whenever you think of our Father, you think of our sovereign Father, our loving Father, who art in heaven. Your name is to be hallowed. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us glory be to god remember god is sovereign remember god is loving he answers he is ready to listen to you he is ready ready to heed to your voice glory to god ah, i'm excited stay on them um, luke 11 go straight down to verse 9 right he says so i say to you ask and if it will be asked and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread. Listen to this right. If a son asks for bread from any father among you. Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish. Will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg. Will he offer him a scorpion? What sort of father would do that? What sort of father? If what sort of father? Oh yeah, we, we know there's some some father that fathers don't that don't love their children. They're very rare. Fathers love their children. Earthly fathers love their children. We the earthly father. We have our, our, our resources. Our sources are limited. And we still give bread, we still give egg, we still give fish to our children. And we give the, whatever they ask of us. How much more is our Heavenly Father that has all the resources in His hands? How much more will our Heavenly Father that is sovereign, that rules, that, 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 that dominates over all the realms? How much more will our Heavenly Father that loves us, that is full of love, glory to God. First John, 
before we round up. Glory to God. First John. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3. Glory to God in the highest. So we read First John chapter 4 earlier on. Now go back one chapter. <laughs> first John chapter 3 this time, right? Now, straight. Just the first verse. The first verse. Behold, what manner of love? What manner of love? The Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us. I have to read this in the God's translation. In the God's word translation. Glory to God. First John. So, this, this is New King James. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But I just, I just love this translation. I love it. I love it. Glory to God. Now, now what does it say? First John. Here we go. First John chapter 3. It says, Consi consider this. The Father has given us his love. Consider this. The Father has given us his love. He loves us so much that we are actually called God's, listen, dear children. And that's what we are. Listen, we're not just children. We are his dear, dear children. Remember, if, if your mom or your dad ever walks into the room and calls you dear, you know how much warmth you get in your heart. Because you move past, oh, my love. You move to my dearly beloved. We are not just his children. We are his dear children. We are dear to his heart. We are dear to him. This is our heavenly father. We are dear to him. Imagine. We are dear to the ruler of the universe. We are dear to him. We are not just a piece of pawn in this world we are his dear children we are his sons and his daughters glory to god isn't that exciting it is exciting i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited that god so much has given us his love he has given us his love this is the book of first john according to in chapter three the father has given us his his love he loves us so much so much that we are actually called God's dear children. Put that in mind whenever you're praying. Put that in mind whenever you go up to God in prayer. Put that in mind whenever you go back to Luke chapter 11 and you say, our Father in heaven, you have your calling. Of, this is family talk. This is family talk. Glory to God. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. My father in heaven. You think about it. It's like, God, you love me. so. Ah, he loves me so much. He calls me his dear children. You know he's going to listen to you. You know he's going to listen to you. You know he's ready to listen to you. Because every time Jesus goes to pray, he knows God listens. We are in Christ Jesus. We go to the Father through Christ Jesus. And we have that conviction through the Holy Spirit in our hearts. That whenever we call upon him, because we do not go in our own righteousness, we go through Christ Jesus' righteousness. And we know whenever we pray, we go boldly to him because he always answers us. So with that in mind, whenever you go up to prayer, whenever you decide to pray, whenever you choose to pray concerning whatsoever that is troubling your heart, concerning the crisis that is going on, concerning the diseases, concerning any sickness, whenever you decide and you choose to pray, you go with the confidence that Jesus has said, Anytime he speaks to the Father, he answers him. So you know he listens to you. And you know, you know he's full of love. You know he's full of love. He's full of compassion. He is kind. 
and his love never fails. Glory to God, glory to God and the highest. Glory to God. So don't be scared of praying. Don't think whenever you pray, your prayer is not going to get answered. Yes, it is going to be answered. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen, friends, I would love to continue to talk about this. We have to catch up next time. Glory to God. So, listen, that's the end of the first broadcast. Dare to know him. Dare to know God. Dare to know Jesus Christ. Dare to know yourself in Christ Jesus. Oh, it is, it, it's a beautiful, it will be a beautiful experience for you. I know. I guarantee it will be a beautiful experience. Like this broadcast will be a beautiful experience for myself and yourself. Glory be to God. We'll learn and we'll share the word of God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Um, we will catch up next time. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you always answer us. We believe as this word has gone out, it would go forth to accomplish those things that you've asked. Oh Lord God, send hope. Send restoration. Oh Lord, to everybody that is full of anxiety, oh Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining me once again. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Dear to know him. Thank you for allowing us to bring the word of God to you today. I hope the Dare to Know Him message was a blessing to you. And if it was, feel free to reach out to us on our social media handles. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also YouTube. Don't forget, dare to know him. Take care.